Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for downloading this week's episode of the Attacking Scrum podcast. This is the second part of our Lions Selection special. So if you haven't listened to the first bit, which is where we select our, our forwards for the tour, uh, then you can go back and have a listen to that one. As you can probably guess, this is us selecting the backs. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing this and, uh, and hopefully you have a lot of fun uh, listening to it as well. Now we did record all both of these uh, both these sessions last week, um, and there shouldn't be anything that's out of date on there. But what it does mean is we have another chance to reflect on some of the big rugby news from this week, most notably uh, the death of John Dawes. And you know, when you're talking about lions, it's hard to it's hard to think of many who've uh, achieved quite as much in the uh, in the red of Wales and the red of the lions. The only captain to win a Lions series in New Zealand. Um, so yeah, a, uh, we'll definitely in due course do a, do a proper tribute, but it was something that we wanted to mention before getting underway with this one. Um, and I think particularly in relation to uh, the relationship that he had with the Lions. Um, so yeah, no doubt we'll, uh, we'll talk about that more on next week's podcast. Uh, but in the meantime, hopefully you will enjoy this episode where we select the backs for the upcoming tour. Thanks for listening. of the end, David Watkins to Dawes, to Bradshaw, back to Dawes, a try for Wales. This is the second part of the Attacking Scrum specials where we choose the British and Irish Lions squad that we would like to see take on South Africa. Uh, we've had a bit of a dressing room bust up in between recording these two things. Dan Killick is driving me mad with his microphone. Seemingly managed to find something for it to brush against uh, the entire time. Uh, and then when I told him not to, he's pulling the lead without the microphone on. Uh, <laughs> Murph, Murph is overdosing on brandy and Coke and Cadbury's cream eggs. So God knows what kind of selections we're going to have in this. Uh, in this, But hopefully you enjoyed the selections where we chose our, um, 
We chose our forwards. It's time now to get stuck in to the back division. Rashford up front. Rashford up front. Yeah, nailed on. <laughs> now, by my reckoning, we mentioned this in the in part one where we picked the forwards. Two fly halves, I think, is is definitely what's going to happen. Plus, you know, plus presumably Farrell. Um, so here's what I think: we have three scrum halves, two fly halves, a center, uh, four centers, including one who can play. Oh, hang on, actually, yeah, including one who can play. Um, who can play ten? Actually, you might take five centers on that basis. Then have I messed up my numbers here? Oh, no wonder I've messed this up. We've got like 1,500 flankers on the tour. Um, at the moment, right? At the moment. So here's what we've got. We may change things, um, but we can't nail We can't change the forwards now because they are halfway to South Africa. Um, but the backs have got three scrum halves, two fly halves, <laughs> four centres, and six back three forwards. Does that sound about right? God, we've definitely taken too many forwards here, but never mind. Too late. Um, it's too late. It's too late for this. They're they're gone. Let's start with scrum halves. Though we are working on the basis that we're going to take uh, we're going to take three scrum halves, and this might be the most contentious part of the field. I think this is this is I think I think this is where it's it's tricky because there's a lot of good international players here, but no one nailed on, and a lot of player. Yeah, it's it's difficult. I think it's difficult to it's difficult to choose this. Unlike other positions. I just don't see there as being anyone who's who's nailed on. All the best scrum halves are Welsh, and or you know certainly the, the depth is all in Wales. But we haven't got we haven't got anyone who's really nailed down that position themselves. So this this for me is is tricky. Um, do you want to hear some that I've got on the shortlist? Mm, yeah. So Ben Youngs, Connor Murray, Ali slash Tommy Price, Thomas Williams, and Gareth Davis is what I've got on my list at the moment. Anyone else worth a mention? Danny Kerr. No. Yeah, not going to happen. I don't think, and I don't think like you know. I like him a lot. I think he's an excellent club player, but he's never, you know, he hasn't been able to oust Ben Youngs under three different coaches. So I don't see why I don't see why Gatlin would think any different personally. Um, what do you reckon, Murph? Uh, theoretically, Jameson Gibson Park. Yeah, that's a good shout. Um... Who is second choice Scottish come off? I, I mean, he wouldn't, he wouldn't go. But. He played. I think it was Steele. He played in one of the games, didn't he? Uh, no chance. Yeah, um, yeah I, 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 I agree that is, this is a contentious and tricky position, but I think that personally, I think outside half is the toughest. So okay. I, I'm just going to cruise through this selection. Go on then. Who's, who, who would your three be, Murph? Uh, well, I think there's a cast iron myself. You, you said no, there's no clear standout, but I think based on the way he played against England and the way he's finished the Six Nations and then continued into the European tournament and the fact that he's younger than I realised, I don't think he's older, he's only 31. I think Conor Murray is a cast iron. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I think, yeah, there's there's a lot to make of that. They, the game against England, I think, was the the bit of recapturing his form that he really... That he really needed, and and that might well be the that might well be the spark. And you know he's got the he's got the proven experience. He started all three tests last time, didn't he? So there's a there's a lot to like about about taking him. Well, uh, there's a lot of players around in all positions who needed to hit some form uh, by the end of the tournament or, or, or like by now. 
and he's only one of the few who managed it. A lot of players needed to to turn their game around, especially in the England camp. Mm. When they were unable for whatever reason to do so, Conor Murray did hit his form when he needed to to make it on the plane. And he the, the reason I say it's cast iron, not necessarily because he's going to be test starter, because he's outplayed every other nine. Mm. I think that's a good. Shot. I mean, for me, for me, he would be on the plane, Dan. Yeah, I'd have him on the plane. Yeah, he had a great, great game, didn't he, against against England with uh, with Sexton as well. Um, so yeah, on the plane for me. All right, let's uh, let's let's chalk that one in. Uh, of the other contenders, this is where this is where it gets interesting because yeah, I think you're right. Let's let's add Gibson Park into the mix as well. I think I must have just forgotten about him there, um, but. I think obviously Ben Youngs is the safe bet, but for me, it's such a critical position, Scrum Half, that I think you either go, if you're solid performer, who we know is of that level and can play and can play nine at Test Rugby and has loads of experience as Connor Murray, I don't see the point in taking Ben Youngs, who isn't as good a, a box kicker as Connor Murray. He isn't, his service isn't as good as Connor Murray. He doesn't offer as much uh, threat with ball in hand as Connor Murray. So I just, I don't know. I think he's, I know, I know I always come across like I hate him and he will go. Yeah, I'm fairly <laughs> certain Gatlin will take him, but I wouldn't personally. Are you going to, uh, I was just going to copy what you said, except I can't see any point in Ben Youngs full stop. <laughs> I, just, I just wouldn't have him. I, 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 Barely, barely hold on to his England place if there was any kind of depth at nine in England. Um, but he is a very safe bet for Gatland because he's been before. You know he can play in huge matches. But and I think I think if things had gone better for the Welsh nines this tournament, then he would be much easier to drop. Uh, but um, Ali Price has been good, but probably not good enough to to force anyone like that out and same for Jameson Gibson Park he started the tournament as first choice nine and ended up losing it to Conor Murray yeah. if he'd played a bit better possibly Conor Murray wouldn't have had a sniff and then that would be more complicated but uh, I, I just try because the Welsh nines didn't get a good enough run mainly because of injury it has to be said with Thomas Williams Ben Young's probably holds on to his place in the, on the plane yeah it's interesting it's interesting I mean I think that's what will happen I personally wouldn't take him. Dan, would you take Ben Youngs? I think Ben Youngs will go because of experience, won't he? And yeah, as you boys have said, there just wasn't... It's... We're lacking in we're lacking in quality there, aren't we, at nine? Um, I think I think for this for this Lions trip. But I think experience is gonna is gonna count and he's 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 uh, he's very steady, isn't he? So I think I think he'll definitely tour. I, I really do. I don't think you beat South Africa in South Africa with a steady nine, like you know, because because Murray on his on his game can be absolutely match winning, right? With his with his with his box kicks, or you know, he's he scored uh, scored a, a try in um, in that second test, you know, a crucial try in in that game. I don't know if Ben Youngs is a match winner for me, but I think you need experience. I think you need an out and out. You need another experienced. I would take Gareth Davis in that role, and I know in the experienced not, role. Yeah, what, and then a bolter, huh? And then some. Uh, yeah, I'm still. Yeah, I'm still not sure about my third, but I would take Gareth Davis in that mould of he can win you a match. He can win. Would you, you not take? 
would you not take Ben Youngs and 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 then Gareth no. and then no, Gareth Davis? Just, was... No, I just I wouldn't. I just think like I don't think Ben Youngs wins you a game. I don't think he. I don't know. Again, this is all going to come back and bite me in the ass when he invariably does. And if that's true, then great. Um, but I don't know. I just think that like Gareth Davis is. I think he's a really frustrating player to watch at times because he can have some. But often he's a frustrating player to watch for twenty minutes, and then he bolts in an intercept try from seventy yards that that changes the momentum of a game or he takes a quick, quick tap and go and, and causes massive problems. So that's why I would go for him. And again, he's got, he, he tends to have his best matches in big games. You know, he's, you think back to the, to the world cup and pool games against Australia in, in 2019 against England in 2015 against South Africa, in fact, in the quarterfinals in, in 2015, you know, he has, he has his big games generally in, um, he has his best game, sorry, in in big games. So I I don't know. I'd be I'd be looking for him. I'd be looking for him really. But um, look, if this was just out of what I want, it would be common money. Well, yeah, I know. But we, we, me, me and Dan are going along the lines of realistically, Ben Youngs is going to go whatever we say. But if this is just out and out me, it would be Conor Murray, Gareth Davis, Thomas Williams. That's all mine three would be. All right, Dan, what would yours be? Really torn, <laughs> really torn. But that is ex- <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. Let's go with, and I bet you're happy with that, Jedi. I am. Do you know what? I actually had Ali Price over uh, Thomas Williams. <clears throat> but, um, did you? Yeah. It's it's tricky for Thomas because he he a lot of people think he's the best nine in Wales. Mm. And should be eventually the up and out first choice nine, but he's been so disrupted, and then he's got no opportunity now to show anything between now and selection day because Cardiff balls it up against London Irish, who didn't play this weekend, and the Rainbow Cup is God knows what's happening there. So he's he's got no there's no shop window for him left. Yeah, but I that's just my completely one-eyed Welsh man's choice. Yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, that I was I've been impressed with Ali Price. I think those, those games he's played, I just think he's got a you know, I think he's got. I think it's hard sometimes to look good um, as a Scottish nine. I think yeah. um, I think it can be difficult, and you've got to you've got to be a lot more impressive to catch the eye than you do playing behind that English pack or generally playing behind that English pack. Which is why I hold his form a bit higher than Ben Youngs is. Um, yeah, and and Thomas, I just don't think has played. I mean. I have no qualms with him going because you know I'm a big fan. I think mean, he's got bags and bags of talent, but he's just not played much Test match rugby. You know, not many minutes. He's he's got quite a few caps, but not many minutes. And so that means you are leaning towards Ben Youngs, uh, uh, Gareth Davis, Tommy Price, Ali Price. No, I'm leaning towards. Oh, no, sorry, not Ben Youngs. Connor Murray. Connor yeah. Murray. So Gareth mine, Davis. Was, mine was Murray. Uh, was Murray, Gareth Davis, Tommy Price. Well, okay, but. I'm happy to go with with Thomas if that's you, you guys have got a consensus. So yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't argue with uh, Ali Tommy Price, but um, I think it, when you look at the tens as well, you know, hmm. you'd have you'd have a nice combo when you with Murray, Murray and Sexton. Not in my not in my tour. Ditto. <laughs> the, um, the the nine thing. Personally, I, I don't think Ben Youngs would be on my tour. So if it's 
Davis and Price or Davis and Mock, uh, Williams. Either I wouldn't argue with either of you over that, but I, I wouldn't take Ben Young's. Well, I think we're all agreed on that, Dan. You get the you, <laughs> you get the um, you get the cast. Can I just say again, I, I would not take Ben Young's. <laughs> and let me just say okay. again, I don't hate Ben Young's. I just think, <laughs> I just think that I think there are better options out there, Dan. So we're Let's taking go. we're taking Murray and Davis. You get to choose the third. Thomas Williams. It's- Let's go for it. Roll the dice. Did you mean uh, Lloyd Williams? Yes. <laughs> now there's I, a hair. I, there's a hair I don't. I don't hate Ben Youngs either. He, in fact, he's one of the least hateful English players. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which actually, in a way, is probably <laughs> the biggest compliment you could ever play. And he and he's a listener to this. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, you got everyone down as listeners to this. I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm selling the pod in a big way. It's, it's literally. <laughs> it's literally us and, and like my mum. <laughs> hey, come on now! Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's getting too getting too big for his boots now, Murph. My, my, my mum doesn't know what a podcast is. It was just a joke. <laughs> In which case, it's just us. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. So we're on to um, we're on to fly halves, which um, yeah, um, which is interesting. So yeah, the boxing gloves on. Yeah, what I've got down as fly halves are. Ford, um, Sexton, Russell, Bigger. I have got Farrell in there. Um, for me, I'd take Bigger and Russell as my two. Just as a, as a, before we get going, as a, as a roundup of the people who are available, mm. there's still people on BT Sport, professional people, commentators and, and, and things, mentioning uh, Sam Simmons' brother as, as yeah. a tenor. And, the, I think, obviously, sometimes it's just something to say because they're in the middle of a commentary. Mm. But I think anyone who genuinely uh, thinks he, he could or should go would also have Farrell as as the as the third. So they would have two English outside halves in a year when their outside half play has sucked. Yeah, it has. It's been um, it's been appalling. Um, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I mean, that would be a bolter if Sam said, oh, what's his name? Can't remember. Sam's brother. That's yeah. what I call him. Tommy? Is he- <laughs> yeah. Simmons. Tommy Simmons. Joe. Joe Simmons. Um, Joey, good old Joey. Um, nah, no way. Uh, he he can't go, he can't go at 10, can he? He's a great player, but. No, but that's just, he's getting mentioned on bol- his You're going to take a bolter, right? Yeah. And yeah. an out old school bolter. It's going to be on the wing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not going to be at 10 in South Africa when you're only taking two 10s, is it? You know, it's just not. You need, no. you need experience and form there. And for me, that's why you go bigger for someone who's a test match animal, can kick the leather off the ball and really long, which when you've got some test matches at altitude is very important. Something that we are going to come on to talk about a lot is goal kicking because there's not actually that many goal kicking options in here. Um, and bigger is as good a goal kicker that the world's ever seen. So um, for me, he's in there as a safe option. And Finn Russell, I know he didn't have a, an outstanding um, Six Nations, but I just think well, you know when he's when he's playing his best rugby, he offers you something that I do think defenses would be scared of. So they're they're my two choices. Uh, and you, you've, you've got Sexto in your squad, have you? 
I have, yeah. I've got bigger. I thought he had a really, really good game against England. Um, yeah, he did. And yeah, he, he's, he's just got a lot of experience. If there's going to be two tens, I just worry. Finn Russell is, is just is a, is a wonderful player, isn't he? And he's so good to watch and it's helter-skelter. But I just have question marks over... You know, over there, if Bigger got an injury, or I know, you know, Farrell's there as well. But yeah, I would take I would take Sexton, uh, especially if we're if we're taking Murray as well. I think the yeah that uh, that can work quite nicely. So yeah, he, he he nips in for me. Can I just say my reasoning on Sexton? Mm. Uh, yesterday in the uh, Heineken Cup game against Exeter, his nose was bleeding and stuff full of cotton wool within a few minutes. And on by about 27 minutes, he's off of the HIA, completely dinged up, knocked about. Like he's always has done all his career, just been in the thick of it all the time. And that's why you that what happened yesterday has happened loads of times with sex. And he just gets himself smashed deliberately. You just go, you just won't chicken out. He won't, he won't back down from any competition. And that's fine. But he's 35 now. Yeah. And, mm. There should have been an element in his game where he's on. Okay, well, let me let me sit back in the armchair and and let Bundyaki or Robbie Henshaw do that kind of thing, and I will just control stuff. But he's gone even in a way. He's gone even more bloody-minded in his approach. And if he does that in South Africa, he'd be smashed to bits like he normally gets. You get not just yesterday in that game against Exeter, but in at least one of the Six Nations games. He was all he went off the HIA. He was arguing, wasn't he, in one game arguing? About yeah. Yeah. And I think there was another game where he was not knocked around within 25 minutes. So that is, as well as the just the very big age he's carrying. He's, I know there's others like Alan Wynn at that age, but uh, it's different in the forwards. Um, that is why I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go with Johnny. I think I think the same, and I don't think he's shown any form. And I know we said Murray hadn't shown that form, but I think Murray was was still kind of finding his fitness again. Um, for me, yeah, he had an excellent game against England Sexton. And look, at his best, yeah, really, he is a, you know, he will go down as a Lions great. You know, he's been he's been he masterminded two very successful tours. I don't think he's necessarily got a third in him. I don't I, I don't think I would be trusting him. And again, you don't want him there holding the tackle bags, really, do you? I think you want and you and you can't afford to if you're only taking two. Yeah, no, I I, I think. I think Gatlin would lean more towards Johnny if he was a little bit younger than Finn Russell. More, more Gatlin's type of player, I would say. Let, let's um, just let's quickly look at that because I don't think Finn Russell is Gatlin's type of player. Um, no, no. Um, you know he's he's a complete maverick of a ten, and it's interesting. Do you think Gatlin will take him? Let's, let's throw that at you, Dan. I don't think Gatlin will take Finn Russell. No. It wouldn't, I, think, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised either. I but. think there'll be there'll be uproar. Um and possibly, you know, rightly so, but he's I just think he hasn't shown enough enough consistency in the big, big games for Gatland to for Gatland's mind to, 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 to be changed really. And you know, if it was potentially any other um you know head coach, then it, it could it probably would be a very, very different outcome. But I just don't think he's done enough. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a really interesting point. 
the thing that I find quite interesting though is again if you if you find yourself a test 10 points adrift in a test match against South Africa and you need to make a change at 10 is Johnny Sexton coming on for bigger or vice versa necessarily going to make that that bigger difference whereas whereas Russell you know you might find yourself 25 points down but you also might find yourself four points in front I think that he's that kind of that kind of player that that can change a game and I don't think he's so much phased by the big by the big occasion. I agree that he's just not put his best form in those games. I don't know. For me, I would have him. I would have him in there. Murph, what which tens are you taking? I'm I'm Russell bigger, uh, but I can see the argument against Russell. Apart from what I just said about he's not Gatlin's type of player. Also, there's there's no if he goes, there's no familiarity around him. No, Hog is all he's going to have in the back line with him. In terms, or maybe to Van der Merwe, it would probably make my squad. But you know, he's not going to be there with uh, Tommy or Ali. He's not going to be there with Ali Price. He's not going to be there with uh, Cameron Redpath or whoever plays twelve or Hastings or whoever plays twelve. So he's going to have to get used to all new environment in a short space of time, and vice versa. Then getting used to him. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, it's a big call. But I, I just uh, personally, I, 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 I think Sexton is past it. Therefore, if you don't take Russell, who do you take? Mm. Like, obviously, people who don't want to wrestle are going for Sexton. But I, I honestly think Sexton's a big risk. You're yeah, just going to get knocked about. And therefore, if you don't take Russell, then you, you're looking at you're looking at Farrell as an out and out 10, not 10, 12. Or you're looking at uh, Joe Simmons or um, whoever played uh, back up to Johnny Sexton. Because Sexton didn't start every game, did he? Um, no, Burns ended one Burn. and and Burn singular started one. Yeah, Burn played well yesterday off the bench for Leinster, but um, yeah, I don't think they take either of them. But the, the, so problem, tricky. The, the problem with any of the Irish tens is the fact. Arid Evans, it is. <laughs> is the fact that a thirty-five-year-old Johnny Sexton is keeping him out of the side? They're all in his all in his shadow, aren't they? So, yeah. Um, yeah, it, well, it, it probably is a straight choice then. If Gatlin doesn't want to risk Finn Russell, you're probably going to wheel out old man Sexto. <laughs> so what are we doing then? There's two of us in favour of going Russell and Bigger. It's two to one, isn't it? I, I'm it's, Finn it's all the way. I'm Finn all the way. And, Finn. And Finn and my starting 10. Bang. Let's go with that then. Let's go with Finn. Done. What that does mean then, Murph, is when we come on to talk about centres... You're not telling me that Finn Russell is goal kicking in a in a Test match series against South Africa, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's not he's not the best by any means. I don't know what his percentages are, but he's not. I mean, he's. Uh, I was going to mention some names then. He's not completely all over the shop. He's not completely unreliable. No, he's not Kenny Logan, but um, <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say <laughs> I was going to say George Ford when he started his international yeah. career. He was uh, a bit of a splicer. Um, no, he's not. He's not in the higher echelons of place kickers, but I don't think he's uh, shocking. You know. No, I don't. But I also don't think he's. I like a test a test series for the Lions. You need someone on the pitch who will score you a match winning penalty, and yeah. that has been Lee Halfpenny. It has been. Uh, it has been <laughs> Farrell. It has been. Um, to a point, it was Elliot Daly actually. You know, with with some of his some of his gun kicks in New Zealand. 
but then you, 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 you're going to be foul a little bigger on the bench if Finn Russell starts as 10. So yeah. they're going to, they're definitely going to finish the game. Um, I mean, don't think anyone's thinking of taking half penny. No, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> no. Um, okay. Interesting. Well, look, either way, bigger, bigger and Russell go. Um, so as we move on to look at centers, here's what I've got as a, as a list. Farrell, Slade, Aki, Henshaw, Ringrose, Chris Harris, Hugh Jones, George North, John Fox. Well, uh, is Tuolagi going to be fit? No, I he's can't hear. I don't think so. Well, again, this is me saying it. All right, I think he's uh, he's never fit, but you could you could. No. Well, <laughs> you he's probably the, he's probably the one player in the whole of the British Isles who you would take on one leg hoping to be fit. Yeah, I get that completely. Um, so if there's a date which is vaguely within the next couple of weeks or couple of weeks, he, I haven't heard about him returning to f- fitness. So maybe it is a busted flush. But if he's anywhere close, he's probably the one player who could, especially because outside centre is not a strong position with Henry Slade having a tough season. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, I think you know. Look, let's look at the cast irons again. Henshaw's a cast iron. Yeah, yes, he is. I think he's so, had an, he's had an excellent. Um, had an and then excellent. and then because of the way we're selecting a ten, Farrell is a cast iron. Yeah. So George that's North. Four. So that's two. two you got two, two already. Yeah. And and then two, three more slots or two more slots. I mean, I suppose what you could look at is you could look at um, taking North as a wing slash centre and then opening up a specialist centre slot. Mm. <laughs> slot, even, not slot. I think I think the, the tournament that George had, he's he's going, isn't he? Yeah, he's he going. going somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, all right, let's, let's, let's ink him in. Um, that's three. That's three. But what I'm saying is you could take you could someone out of the wing yeah. position... Um, they do tend to scrimp on back three players because they're interchangeable. You know, people like Elliot Daly in the past would cover 13, 14, 15, 11. Yeah, if he hadn't been in such humming form and Eddie hadn't played him at 15 for the last four years, <laughs> I think he'd have been in a much better nick, actually. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Elliot Daly, but it's just, yeah. yeah it's, um, I think he's a really good 13. Do you? Yeah, but he just, I think he's an excellent winger. Yeah, as well, but not, not a fullback. Not yeah. a. Not a starting fullback. Yeah, I like him in the I like him in the centre as well. Yeah. I really do. But he probably doesn't make the tour now. He's been messed around and this affected him. Yeah, I think yeah. it has. I think it's cost it's... him his place on the Lions. Yeah. It's not... James Hook syndrome. Yeah, te- definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. there could be two more centres then if we went for five. There could. If um yeah, if you went for five. I mean it's really intriguing that Slade's had a bad season because I'm a big fan of his. And yeah. um, I mean, a bad season for England anyway. I don't know. I don't know what Gatlin's thoughts on him are really. Um, whether I think he could still go, don't you? Because he is a class operator, isn't he? Well, it's between as, as 13s, if you've already gone north and he's, he's utility as well, then it's between him and Gary Ringrose, which probably Slade wins. Yeah, different players, aren't they? Yeah, but here's one. Here's Slade. Kicking option with um The thing in it, South Africa is you want kicking options because yeah. um because of uh games at altitude, but you've also got lots of games played on 
very very fast tracks that someone with some extra wheels can um can really cause some damage are we saying john fox is not going i'll tell you what murph we'll pose that, we'll pose that as a question because <laughs> I, I just by the look on dan Killick's face this is going to be an interesting one to get a response from and we'll get that response after a very quick break Right, the cliffhanger that was left before the uh, before the break, if Murph hadn't have already given the answer, was uh, was is John Fox going? I personally wouldn't take him, but then I think I said the same thing four years ago, and he was man of the tour. So again, as it always, what, what the hell did I? What the hell do I know? Uh, it's tricky. I just think he might have had one injury too many there, John, and he was you know he was solid, you know very solid at twelve in those games that he played. Um, but you want you know you want 2013 2017 John Fox don't you I'm just a bit worried that the injuries are stopping him from getting back to that level or even 2019 John Fox yeah or even 2019 exactly and I don't think we've seen anything close to any of those I don't so yeah we haven't have we but he he also hasn't hasn't played badly I I think I thought he was sort of in a weird way quietly quite brilliant as well you know which and he you just want to ask him don't you john how are you you know and and for him to for him to say i'm i'm I'm, i've had it or you know i'm I'm, (laughs) i would (laughs) be really honest (laughs) yeah can you give him can you give him a call now just as i'm talking um i'll text him him now yeah (laughs) but But he's shown great maturity to play out of position because he's he he tried to get him to play 12 when he was very young because he's so chunky yeah, but he, he, uh, I don't know if he hated it, but he, he just didn't like it there, and um, eventually turned into the thirteen that he became. But now he's had to play twelve, and he's shown a lot of maturity to do the business there. But I, I just think he looks down on mobility. Like the, we, yeah. we mentioned this year, the uh, in the derbies against Cardiff Blues or Cardiff Rugby, as I know, no, uh, he was getting cut inside of all the time. Yeah, which you don't, um, you've never seen before, have you? And, he, and it happened quite a few times. Captain, the defensive yeah. captain of the whole team, and he can't stop people cutting inside him. So I think, yeah. I think at, at one point in his career, that 17, 19 point in his career, he was the best defensive 13 in the world. Yeah, uh, I would agree, undoubtedly. Yeah, yeah. He looks um, as if he's moving with a bit of pain, doesn't he? Like, I, I no idea whether he is, but he looks yeah. to be, um, yeah, just a bit uneasy. But he, but he's because he's still quality. He still cuts it, doesn't he? But it might just be one tour, one physical tour too many. Maybe they do a, you know, like a they do a lot of drills, don't they? Which are timed, you know, forty meter dash and different agility drills. I wouldn't mind seeing his times compared to pre World Cup. There's uh he doesn't look. I mean, it could be just my own prejudice, but he doesn't look as sharp as he did back then. So, you know, those there's these recognised thing and recognize things in NFL where they have to hit so many cones in a certain order and mm. that goes down on your on your like your, your sporting CV for a pr- prospective teams to look at they obviously do that similar level of testing in, in rugby union and um, I would he looks like he's nowhere near his quickest Mind yeah, you, a, lot feel- of do, a lot of players do in fairness but you know I I, I don't know it feels wrong, doesn't it? Like not not including it so hard because it's an emotional well, look, one. But... Our own player has pushed him out of his position. George North has pushed him out of his position. So that tells you mm-hmm. everything you need to know, really. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, he was carrying a knock into the tournament, but still. Yeah, I just think it was that. It's that big layoff after the World Cup that was, you know, because he, he played, he played the, the final game he played in at the World Cup was was asking a lot of him because he missed the quarter and played in the semi, didn't he? And yeah. You just, you just wonder. I, again, I've got no intelligence on this whatsoever. You could just say I've got no intelligence, but <laughs> I, I just wonder whether he pushed himself going into that game thinking I can be the difference to get us over the line into a, into a World Cup here and perhaps he wasn't quite fully recovered. Oh, there, there was definitely a calculation made of Owen playing in that semi-final. You know, I need an operation, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go through because this World Cup semi-finals are yeah. once or twice in a lifetime if you're Welsh, and um, he took the decision, and then he needed I'm, I'm guessing he needed longer recovery, but um, it, you know, it, I I don't think he's especially over you know that far past thirty. No, um, he's had a lot of serious injuries. You know, obviously he missed he missed the previous World Cup with a horrendous knee injury, didn't he? And yeah, yeah, I just wonder whether it's it's starting to catch up with him again. You know, it might be. And again, if he's on the plane, I'm delighted because yeah. you know, you yeah, back Gatland to get to get the tune out of him. But I, mm. I do I do worry about him. And if I was if I was picking, which I think obviously this is, this is the the hypothetical scenario, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be one of mine. No, just because we haven't, like, like, like you say, four years ago he was off form and he still went and yeah. then he was off. But he just—it's not so much form now. It's no, I think it's that yeah. mobility, mobility rather than form. I think he's okay. actually been—he's okay. actually been okay at twelve. Like nothing wrong with the way he's played. He just doesn't look physically what he was. I, I, I'd be delighted to be proven wrong by that. Yes, uh, I, but if we're facing South Africa, I, I'd be—I uh, wouldn't object to Bundyaki. Hmm. Well, we are facing South Africa. That much we do know. Um, I tell you what, I was really impressed with those couple of games Chris Harris put together. Mm. I just thought that the amount of ground he covered and defensively, he was really impressive. Uh, I don't think Alan will take him, but um, but I was very impressed with him to the point where I'd be taking him over Aki. I think. Um, I think we do need a we do need though a, a, a Bundy Aki style, don't we? Ball cat like a simple. You know, straight up, bish bash bosh, classic, hard. You know, hard yards made. Don't you think against them? Yeah, yeah. Well, in the absence of two laggy, he's a he's a handy yeah for that. I tell you, who could put. It's only very out of left field. Uh, could put a Catman's of pigeons with the Owen Farrell selection is uh, um, uh, Hastings because he plays he plays ten twelve. And he's much more adventurous than Farrell at ten. He is. Um, I, I I don't think it happened. I don't think there's any chance of him going. Um, I'm a big fan. I do like him a lot, but again, I don't think. I, I think his first real big game bit of form was uh, was against France. When, to be fair to him, he he pulled the strings brilliantly, and he also made a break at one point that looked like his old man 20 years earlier um, or 25 years earlier at the Parc de France where he, um, I thought he was going to get away. But yeah, I don't, I don't see him going personally. And He had a good autumn. Most of his good performance have come at 10. Mm, they have. I think he's more of a 10, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, you'd be a little bit wary of him defensively at 12, mm. whereas you wouldn't necessarily mm. do that with Farrell. But um, I'm just thinking out loud then. 
feel free to tell me to shut up. It's getting late. <laughs> Too many brandies. Too many brandies. It's getting late. Dan wants Dan wants to watch the line of duty. He's much rather he'd much <laughs> rather be watching that. Um, I mean, we do start need to start making a decision here, don't we? I mean, I'd be airing towards Slade. I think just because I do think he's. You know, it's a it's a ball playing option. Now, I think Henshaw is your is your physical centre. George North isn't going to shirk on physicality either, is he? Um, and Farrell is obviously a physical option. You know, I know he's technically a 10, 12, but he's not much of a ball player. I think um I think actually Slade is the one who gives you a bit of a bit of creativity and a kicking option and and a little bit of flair. Yeah, and, and playing in a different style from England, you might get more out of him. Yeah, definitely. Um the other a lot more. Yeah, the other thing that <laughs> just worries me about whoever's ends up in the test starting position at centre is uh, Dialendi. Oh my God, some player in there. Oh, he, I don't. He doesn't. He, he looks strong, like he looks powerful and strong, but he's stronger than that. If mm. you know what I mean. Yeah. His performances, his performances are monster. He, he's just a machine. Like he, he's bowling over. Um, Front five forwards in the in the ruck and, and, and in the tackle and he's freakish, absolutely freakish, and I would not want to be playing against him. <laughs> yeah, luckily, luckily, I'm twenty years past my playing days, so that's fine. <laughs> it's, tr- it's tricky. This it is tricky. Um, I'll go Slade. Go Slade. I'm happy with Slade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna like dig my heels in. I've got no hill to die on at centre. It's tough though, isn't it? It's tough selections in there. Yeah. It's one it's one where you it's one area of the field where you might get a, a bit of a bolter. Not an out no bolter, because there's there's no one cap players around really, but you know what I mean? It's one where you might get a shock. Possibly. Yeah. Anyone you could see being that shock? Uh well Harris is a shout, although you, you, you it wouldn't be a complete shock. Mm. Uh, possibly like uh, one of the it uh, is, backup it, yeah. Irish centres. Well, they only rotate three, don't they? So there isn't one. Chris Farrell's the other one, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Cameron Redpath, something like that. Yeah, I mean, that would be a... Yeah, yeah I know Cameron Redpath, you never Jared, know. Jared Payne went four years ago, didn't he? Kind of out of nowhere. Mm. No, no. Yeah. Four yeah. years ago or eight years ago? Four years when ago. he was at when he was at Ulster, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he went he went as a centre fifteen utility kind of player. Utility, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which again, Slade gives you. There's not as many tour games this time round, so it's not needed quite as much. But he does um, he does give you an option of 10, 12, 13, 15 if you needed him in an emergency. I'm sure. But um, but yeah. All right, we'll go for Slade for the time being, which just leaves the. Back three, uh, so I've factored in six players, six slots here. Um, players that I've got on the short list for now: Anthony Watson, Jacob Stockdale, James Lowe, Keith Earls, Sean Maitland, Duan Van der Merwe, Josh Adams, Lewis Rees-Samet, Liam Williams, Elliot Daly, Stuart Hogg, Max Malins. If you wanted to go really left field, but I don't think you'd make mine. That's uh, I mean, there's a lot of class in there, though. I don't think it's an area where we're short on quality. I got a feeling, and this isn't 
outside of my own bias, I've got a feeling our whole back, whole Welsh back three goes. I absolutely agree. Mm. I think it. I mean, Liam Williams in South Africa under the high ball, proven mm. uh, at that level. Yeah, you know, again started full back against New Zealand. Lewis Rees-Samet, as we said before, is the out and out. Oh, sorry, we haven't mentioned Johnny May, um, which I know we've covered on previous pods. But Lewis Rees-Samet, out and out pace, which, you know, he's that sheer wheels, which you, you need in South Africa. I actually think Josh Adams is probably the the one who is... Um, he's the one who's under pressure from, yeah. from Johnny May and whoever else you think. But the first two, cast iron for me, Liam and... and well, it'd be mad if Louis Rees-Samet on the firm pitches of South Africa is going to be absolutely frightening. So um, they cast iron those two, and then it's just a question of whether Josh gets the nod. Josh played so well in the last game. You know the work rate he got through coming off the coming off the wings, and he did put in some lovely touches, didn't he, in the other games as well, like working his way back in. And I, I, I think he's done enough. And I and do. He's pr- and he's a test. He's a he's proved it, isn't he? You know he's. Um, I think he's done enough, but he's the weakest of the three. That's all I'm saying. I, yeah, that's, that's, my, yeah. that's my thought on it. Yeah, um, I, I think Stuart Hogg well, while we're while we're talking about this, Stuart, Stuart yeah, Hogg will a, go. He's a cast Definitely. iron. Yeah, yeah, he's a cast yeah. Iron. Again, you know, like offers such a threat with ball in hand and that boot. Uh, yeah, uh, um, that, that only leaves, according to us, there's only two slots left. Yeah, and one of uh, one of those to me is Duan Van der Merwe. Well, one of them for me is Anthony Watson. I, I I don't disagree. No, sorry. I definitely yeah. take Watts. Yeah, Watson. I think yeah. Watson's nailed on. Watson's. So, so the, so the, yeah, to, I mean, uh, he had a great tour last time as well, Anthony Watson. Um, yeah. And therefore, the, the only like story there is Johnny May doesn't go. Yeah. So who? So who's the last? So Joanne Van der Meer, Johnny so, May. Um, I'm going back to. I'm saying Watson goes. I'm inking him in. Uh, yeah. Which means that those definitely on the plane are Watson, Hogg, Liam Williams, Lewis Rees-Samet, which leaves um, Johnny May, Josh Adams, Duan van der Merwe, and then you're into the outsiders of Stockdale, Lowe, Earls, Maitland, Daly, Malins, those kind of players. Hang on, I, I thought... think I th- Josh is... We've, we've got six, six spots for the... Uh, so we've got Liam, Stuart Hogg, Anthony Watson, Lewis Rees-Samet in as four of them. And then there's two places. Yeah. We think Josh is going, don't we? Yeah, but it's not about who we think's going, Dan. It's about who we take, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying... Yeah, well, I'd, I'd take him. We're only four hours into the process now. Um, <laughs> I'd definitely take him, wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's close. Really? Yeah, I think it's really close. I think... I agree that why you picked so far is cast iron. The first they're the only ones who are cast iron for me, I think. Yeah. Um but I, I well the, the last two spots. I, I don't think James Lowe has done enough to force him to No, I don't. Himself. I, I no, think he's, he's early. I think he's gone back. I think he's gone backwards, boys. Keith Fields is too old, even though he he's had a great season. Agreed. Yeah, I love Keith Fields. He's been in international rugby since about two thousand and he went on the last tour. Two thousand and one. <laughs> He went on the 2009 tour. To that. He's been on so many yeah. tours. He's been in international rugby since about 2007, 14 years ago. Yeah, yeah he's a great I mean, player. He's had, he's, had, he's had seasons in the wilderness, in fairness, but to mm. be still doing it this this many years after your debut is unreal. But too old, I would say. And out wide as well. He's not quick <laughs> enough. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Great game against England. It's got a great try. You're not going to face him up against Mbimpi and, and Colby. No. no way. So that means no Irish wingers. Stockdale. Stockdale's a shout. He's the strongest candidate of them, isn't he? Yeah. And so uh, here we go then. Stockdale, Duan van der Merwe, Maitland's too old, and Johnny May. You got you got one berth between those two. <laughs> and Adams, yeah. Oh, we uh, yeah, there's two slots. Two slots. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Me, me and me and Dan think Adams is going. All right, there's two. Yeah. Of you, he's on. Yeah. So that's one slot. One slot between between Stockdale. May, van der Merwe, Stockdale. Oh. Top, top try scorer in the tournament doing Van der Merwe. Defence enough? Okay. Again, who do you want? And then this is this is the point. Who do you want lining up potentially against against Mapimpi or um or Colby? I think doing Van der Merwe, although we'd be uh worried about well, everyone's worried about facing Colby, Chess and Colby. It doesn't matter, yeah. doesn't matter how big you are or small, everyone is worried when he's got the ball. But carrying the ball into Colby, he's a really good matchup, I think. Yeah. Again, comes down not, to not that he makes my test squad, but you know. It comes down to that big to that big moment though. Again, if you have a you know, we've got a, a, a great scoring opportunity, camped out in there 22, it's a one-on-one finish for the line in a test match. Do you want that ball falling to doing Van der Merwe or to Johnny May? Duan, Van der Merwe for me. Johnny May is on his best form. Great player, but mm. I don't think he's on his best form. Yeah, it's a good point. At the moment, Jess, that's a good point by Murphy. Well, he's all he's all the can, top try scorer. All I can see, at the, sorry, uh, Dan, to speak over, all I can see in my mind now is uh, Johnny May fading into Louis Samis dust as they chased after that kick through from Callum Chidi in the, mm. in the Six Nations. Um, and I guess who, I, I tell you who wouldn't, Trail into Louis uh, Rissamis does is Mapimpi. Mapimpi, yeah. Mokopi. So, I mean, it, it would cause uproar. It would cause uproar in the media. I'm, I'm happy for that, but uh, there, there would be poli- you know rugby politics involved if Johnny Mee's not picked. I mean, actually, the, the interesting thing with this, with rugby politics, is I think whoever gets this sixth slot is very much sixth. You know, you've already, you've got, looking at when it comes to the test side, I mean, like Liam Williams, Stuart Hogg, Anthony Watson, Lewis Rousamet and Josh Adams are miles ahead of whoever is in sixth in terms of pecking order, I think. Yeah. yeah I think it could be... Uh... So in which case, you probably do take a bit of a wild card in Van der Merwe rather than... Or you're, you're hoping that May gets back to his best form. Mm. Or we got Stockdale there as well, haven't we? We do. Yeah. I, mean, I think it could be Stockdale uh, ahead of May at the moment. So he should be Van der Merwe or, or Stockdale, but yeah, another, uh, because because Stockdale will cover fifteen uh, too. Yeah, because he because of the, the the defensive work he can do, knowing knowing the fifteen role, they're they're, they're so dangerous out wide, aren't they? Everyone covers um, fifteen. They don't we? We've got Liam, we've got uh, Hogg, we've got Watson, even. Even Adams, yeah, yeah. Can cover there. But may, but like, good point, good point. In a straight shootout, though, like I mean, I mean, from a, uh, not not like you'd switch him over, but just in terms of the way he read, he can read the game. That's a good point. Um, that maybe, uh, you know, maybe that puts Stockdale because may may can't do that. You couldn't put May at fifteen, for instance, and 
Van der Moot, you couldn't either. So I, I, I don't know whether Stockdale might just nip in. On utility, he nips in. On on try scoring form for me is uh, doing Van der Merwe. Certainly on form, Van der Merwe is the is the is the form pick. Yeah. But it's yeah. about then. I think only only LRZ beats him as a try scoring threat this season. But you know, yeah. Even with the qualities of Anthony Watson and and, and whoever else we picked, I think they're the two hot shots in terms of tries this year. So, it's true. Uh, but I also think Watson's looked threatening playing in that England back line, which is no. <laughs> Every time he had the ball, they kicked it up in the air. So, um, <laughs> he, he, Van der Mer- he's definitely something different, isn't he? He is. He is. So you know, it, it's we. You've said he's he's definitely the, the guy in the sixth spot, isn't he? So unless he has he an copped, absolute he, blinder. He copped loads of abuse being a South African tour in South Africa as well. Well, yeah, it's whether you want, it's whether you think that's going to bring the best out. Again, I think a lot of this will come down to character, won't it? You know, and Gatland, you know, presumably will, you know, have had good words with the national coaches. And in fact, Gregor Townsend is going to be going as, as backs coach, isn't he? So, yeah. you know, he'll have, he'll have a good word there about what he's like as a character. And if he's the kind of, bloke who you think is going to stand up to it and and really uh you know and, and almost relish it then i don't know you know that, that might even bode in his favor we could even yeah, put put fandom in, in the second row if we have gone a bit light with the uh, big boys <laughs> <laughs> so he's, the... he's, he's from south african stock so you'd trust him in the second row wouldn't you yeah of course the other thing is if we take him uh, obviously this is unofficial just us but if we take him it pushes the scottish contingent up to five and that'll be the highest since the early 90s, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I can't remember how many were in 97, but they've had very few this century. Very few. Yeah. Have we got five in there, have we? Yeah. Hogg. Russell. Yeah. Hamish. 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 Oh, Johnny Graham. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those four, outside of Duane van der Merwe, I think uh, rock solid. Rock solid to go. Yeah. Obviously, Finn Russell is the contentious issue in rugby union, I guess, all over. But um, Duane van der Merwe is the only kind of one I would be unsure of whether he's going to make it. The more, the more I think about this, with um, with Gregor Townsend going as backs coach, it either... It, I was just thinking, oh, well, this actually starts to make you think that Gatlin would be airing towards taking Finn Russell because mm. you know, he's, he's his national coach. Uh, yeah. but, but then you also realise they had a mammoth bust up 18 months ago or yeah. a year ago. So it's like, yeah, I I, yeah you, you can read nothing into it. Oh, God. It's sticking you. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, Gregor Townsend makes that call. If you don't take Finn, you take Johnny Sexton. Mm. He makes that call, takes a 35-year-old outside half and he goes wrong. You know, even if he doesn't like Finn. But I think he does, doesn't it? Obviously, there's a fractious relationship there because Finn is a is a maverick talent, and he thinks that you know, and he obviously has has shown that in in bad ways in the past. But he does seem to have knuckled down somewhat, and and they've and obviously he, patched it up. He's talking. Say, Townsend yeah. is over it. He's, yeah, he's over it. Yeah, Townsend said he's got him into the leadership. I know it might just be sharp management, but they got him in as the leadership group and he's taking the talks and it might just be, you inside know, an arm the, around him. and Inside you know. the tent pissing out, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. We come back to the wing, which is basically 
which is basically what we're what we're sorted on. I, uh, so it's the only thing stopping us going home again. <laughs> I think I think we're all all three of us are potentially going with someone different. Yeah, on this last last choice. All right, Dan, who are you going with? Stockdale. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Murph's going Vandermeer. Yeah, I yeah. Although I I can see the Stockdale argument for utility. I don't I don't see that actually because I don't think you need any utility when you've got that many other fullbacks in there. But I see, I see the argument on the fact that Stockdale knows where the try line is and his try scoring form of 2019 is, you know, is outstanding or 2018, wherever it was. You know, he, he put together a couple of really good seasons there and then has, has been hampered a bit by injury. I think, oh God. This is the most exciting call out of the lot, this one. Oh. It's not, there's no casting vote because we all disagree. Yeah, I, I think, Murph, that Jed's angling towards Johnny May. No, I think the more I think about it, the more I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I think it's between these two. And I'm a big fan of Stockdale. Yeah. But Van der Merwe is definitely the form player. He's definitely he is. the form player. Van der Merwe. Yep. He goes. He's in. The big man's in. I think so. Yeah, he'll relish it. Rewarded he'll for it. He will love it going back there. Going back to South Africa, he couldn't and, have done any more, could he? He no, literally he couldn't have done any more. So, there's there's always a uh, chance that I think Gatland in the fast in the past has only done five back three. Mm. That is true. We can we can have more players elsewhere. In which case, we're completely wrong, and he puts Elliot D in because he can cover four or five different positions, or so, even Elliot Daly. Elliot D, yeah, Elliot D, yeah. <laughs> After the way he played against uh, the <laughs> game when he broke up the middle, Elliot Davies. You know what I meant. I'm too brandy thin. Uh, yeah, Elliot Davies. Well, look, that's it. That is um, that has concluded the uh, the selection meeting. Let's have a recap of the whole squad. We'll start with the backs, um, just because that's what we've just done. So, scrum halves: Connor Murray, Thomas Williams, Gareth Davis. Fly halves: Finn Russell, Dan Bigger. Centres, Owen Farrell, Henry Slade, Robbie Henshaw, George North. Back three, Anthony Watson, Duan van der Merwe, Josh Adams, Lewis Rees-Samet, Stuart Hogg, Liam Williams. And then in the forwards, props, loosehead props, Mako Vanapola, Kean Healy, Wynne Jones, Luke Cowan-Dickey, Jamie George, Ken Owens, tighthead props, Sinclair, Furlong, Porter, Locks, Itoji, Henderson, Byrne, Johnny Gray, Alan Wynne Jones, Tom Curry, Underhill, Watson, Tipperick, Navidi, Flankers, and then Sam Simmons and Toby Falatau as number eights with Alan Wynne Jones as tour captain. Uh, Seems like a long time ago that forwards pack. It will do to the listeners because they're listening to it a week later. It's, um, I know that's what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the biggest, having heard that back now, the biggest story is Billy not going in our team. Yeah, it's big. It's the biggest story. And, and, and to some extent, Johnny May, because he's a big favourite over the border. But otherwise... But actually, Ben Youngs is another one as well, isn't it? Ben Youngs will go. And if he didn't, I think there'd be a load of people whinging about it, even though they're the same people who are whinging that he's still England number nine. <laughs> even though we all know he's average. <laughs> yeah, yeah our, nine, our nine calls, if they're listening to that in England, would be... Uh... Yeah, two two Welsh Kamars on the back of this season would sound weird to anyone else. But we're <laughs> we're you know we're biased. I think there's I think there's logic behind it. And actually, for the record, I wanted Tommy Price in there, but um, I I 
the thing is, like, you've got, I just think you, Murph, you've said it so many times, right? Is that Gareth Davis is like, he's just got, he's just got that ability um, and, and has proven it in big games. And I think that, you know, Gatland, Gatland will know that. It's just whether it's, yeah, I don't know, whether, whether it's enough to, um, well, in, in reality, he's probably a stronger candidate than Thomas Williams. Yeah. And, and also, it would be nice if he made the squad because he was part of the geographical six four yeah. years ago. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember all of them, but he, he was uh, Thomas Francis, Corey Hill. Tom Francis, Corey Hill. So it would be yeah. nice if Gareth Davis... Russell was another one. Oh, yeah. And, and Gareth Davis did actually play in a midweek game. Yeah. So, you know, he's got a Lions cap but to actually go on merit and be no kind of controversy in the press about the why and wherefores of this six players and all that of you. So I think that'd be good for him. And uh, there's n- there isn't really a massive amount of competition at nine. So it is possible, I think, at Gareth, uh, at least out of our selections. Connor is a cast iron, we think. I think so. We probably think Ben will be in, but it's not impossible that Gareth Davis will make that the, the three-man uh, party. Well, we haven't got too long to wait. And obviously, when Gatland does name his side, we'll be here with all the reaction from that. So a, uh, a big thank you to Murph and to Dan. I know he's, I know he's desperate to go and watch Line of Duty now. So um, when the listeners are listening to this, it's probably, Line of Duty is probably finished as well, isn't it? They all know who did it. I haven't watched it, but, you know, it's... Uh, I'm only 60. Probably <laughs> Turns out Ben Youngs was the uh, was the uh, the rogue agent within the police or whatever it is that's going on. Um, <laughs> but thanks, yeah, thanks, fellas. Uh, thank you to everyone who's listened. A big thanks as always to our sponsors at So Coffee Trades. Uh, if you want to get some top quality coffee, you can do that at SoCoffeeTrades.co.uk. We'll be back to chat rugby with you very very soon. Podcast Network.